This is the Eye on Potatoes, brought to you by the National Potato Council. The Eye is the place to tune in for conversations with growers and thought leaders on advocacy, production, and all things potatoes. Now, here's your host, Lane Nordland. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another conversation here on the Eye on Potatoes podcast. Again, these chats are brought to you by our friends at Syngenta who are helping bring you the Eye on Potatoes podcast twice a month. So a big thank you to our friends at Syngenta for their continued support of our podcast conversations. Well, today's chat is coming to you from our nation's capital as the Washington Summit 2023 is underway. The annual meeting, the legislative fly-in all combined into one great event, the second time that we've been able to to do this out in Washington, D.C. And joining us is a president of the National Potato Council from Idaho Falls. That's in Idaho, right? Idaho Falls, Idaho. RJ Andrus and also from Paul, Idaho, Dean Gibson. Uh, uh, Dean just became Vice President of Legislative Affairs for MPC and RJ was just handed the gavel of the association as well. So uh, gentlemen, uh, how are things here out in the nation's capital as we wrap up uh, the executive committee meeting and get ready to really welcome all the attendees here in just a short while to uh, the, the Washington Summit? Well, Lane, first of all, thanks for having us on today. It's always a pleasure. and uh, Yeah, thank you for having us. This is pretty exciting. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's great to be out here. And uh, I, I guess uh, how did the exact meeting go, and, and what are we looking forward to this year, RJ? You know, it, uh, the executive committee uh, meeting went just about the perfect amount of time. We got a lot done, talked about what we're going to do this week, uh, got our issue papers, uh, went over them. Obviously, there are priorities for the year, um, nutrition, labor as we talked this morning lane of course the farm bill is a big deal farm too. bill is a big deal uh, did a recap on the 2023 expo it was uh the results from that were very exciting everybody had a real positive experience and uh look forward to next year for sure no it, it definitely a great success there at expo the last time all of us were, were together and in denver there and that's going to be heading to austin texas next correct. year is that correct yep but, you know, as I mentioned, we're out here at Washington uh, at the summit. And, RJ, uh, earlier today, you and Jared Balcom, who is immediate past president now uh, of the association, you, you did a media roundtable uh, discussing a new economic report that truly just highlights the the vital role that U.S. potatoes play in our economic development. Uh, could, could you just touch upon what that number was? Yeah, so... Um I mean, when we first started this study, I think we all knew how relevant potatoes were. I don't think we had any idea how relevant. I mean, we were thinking somewhere $55, 60000000000 billion. Well, the number comes in, it's $100.9 billion with 714,000 jobs, which is not insignificant. And also with that number, uh, as Dean mentioned, it's also a farm bill year. How vital is it, Dean, to take numbers like that, along with all the other priorities, uh, to an elected official or their staff member if you're not able to meet face-to-face with that elected official? How important is it to to have facts, true facts, that Michigan State University economists uh, did all the work on? Oh, it's very it's a it's a big deal for sure. It's uh, great to be able to show just the impact that the industry has on the the whole the whole country and the world for that matter. And uh, we are important, and uh, it it uh, 
enables us to get a little more time at the table and they do pay attention to us. So uh, the farm bill is going to be a challenge this year like it always is, but, uh, but we plan to be there and to advocate the best that we can. Now, uh, Dean, before you before we started this conversation, you walked in and said, this is my first podcast. And so welcome to the podcast airwaves. Can, can we call them airwaves since technically it's digital and on your phone? You can uh, call it whatever you want. Right? <laughs> and thank you. It's, uh, it's quite an experience so far. Thank you. Well, Dean, uh, for our listeners that are joining us here today, can, can you just maybe share a little bit about your background in the industry as well and just uh, talk, talk about uh, the family operation and whatnot back there in Idaho? Sure. So I'm a fourth generation potato farmer, third generation in the fresh pack business. Um, I currently uh, run a farm and also our fresh pack operation. Uh, I just had uh, my son came in, so he'll be our fifth generation potato farmer running the farms and helping manage that. So he's taken a lot of pressure off of the management side of the farm, uh, which has been really nice. And the packing shed uh, was owned by my grandpa, my mom and her brothers, and uh, they've all retired and passed away. And so now I'm running it and uh, it's running me mostly, but it's been great so far. <laughs> What's it mean, though, to you to, to see your son coming back being that fifth generation? Oh, it's it's pretty cool. It's uh, just to be able to to go to work with my son every day and with my mom and uncles. And it's, uh, it's a very unique experience. I'm very blessed to have it, for sure. And I know a lot of us in agriculture have that. And uh, not many people can say that they have that uh, that lineology in their in their businesses, you know, it's. Now, did he always want to come back, or, or was this something where you he know, went out in the real world and realized, you know what, being in production ag is, is a really great life? Yeah, you know, he actually well, always loved the farm. He'd love to go out the farm with me and uh, drive around and do tours at night and stuff, even when he was in a car seat. So, yeah, he's always loved it, and it's good to have him back. So, right. so thank you. Well, and, and RJ, for yourself, as you take the helm and, and the gavel, of the association uh what are you looking forward to most over the next year obviously you've been in leadership uh on on the state and the national levels and worked your way up and and you understand how the team works on the executive side of things and i i guess but what what are you looking forward to most here as as you start your year you know i guess just uh helping the organization continue to grow which we are and evolve to who we who we've become and like I say, for the small shop we have in D.C., um, we're relevant. And I guess our, our goal, my goal with the executive committee, is to continue that plane of, of production here in D.C. We have one of the best teams, bar none. Now, I know this week a lot of people are really going to be focused on that farm bill because it is, it is vital for, for the future of, of so many of the programs that producers uh, are, are dependent on to be successful on the countryside. But what are some other things that uh, yourselves and others that will be truly boots on the ground this week face-to-face with these members of Congress uh, that are top of mind, farm bill aside? Well, nutrition is going to be a big one. It always is. It seems like the potato is always underappreciated for its nutritional value. It's always under pressure from the school lunch programs and different things. So uh, obviously we'll be pushing hard to uh, promote the, the nutritional value of potatoes. Um, the ag, ag workforce uh, bill obviously needs a lot of attention and appears to go nowhere fast and probably is on that plane right now, but we still need to be pushing for some kind of reform. And we'll be take, taking that message to the Hill as well. You know, we thought a couple of years ago, you remember the Workforce Modernization mm-hmm. Act in 20, um, we had good 
congressional support for that on both sides. Um, last year we got really excited because we had Senator Crapo from Idaho and Senator Bennett from Colorado. They both jumped on from the from the Senate side, and it looked like that we were going to get that thing refined, the Senate version of it, and get it passed. And we just didn't quite get it over the fence. So I think we're I think we're starting from scratch again. But that's a fight we'll keep continue to fight because it's extremely important. Yeah, it is. That's that's what I was just going to say. We'll still keep pushing for it, even though we've had a big setback. It's uh, it is very important to us for sure. Well, and and it was. I mean, there was so much momentum in 2020 when we were all out here for what was then the fly-in. Yes. And uh, just to see that bipartisan lineup of uh, House members out on the steps of the U.S. Capitol. I mean, I I've been to a lot of events out in Washington D.C. in, in my time as a farm broadcaster, but to see that many uh, uh, congressmen and women from different backgrounds from from so many different states all come together saying we need to get the the workforce issue solved and in a legal guest workforce of course that that's uh, i think that gets uh, foggy for some members of congress sometime when they hear workforce or guest workforce but then we had the pandemic hit yeah and that <laughs> I, I really honestly believe that was one of the biggest setbacks was we kind of all just went away for a couple of years but but to me, that day was neat because we saw members from both sides come together on an issue that's very near and dear to us. And uh, so we were hopeful. But like I say, we're not going to drop the, drop the sword. We're going to keep fighting. More to come from our nation's capital after these words. Syngenta cares about potato producer productivity and offers a wide variety of seed treatment options protecting your investment from the beginning. Syngenta's all-liquid seed treatment Cruiser Max Vibrance Potato offers protection from harmful insect pests including Colorado potato beetle, green peach aphid, and leafhoppers. Additionally, Cruiser Max Vibrance Potato delivers immediate protection against fungal diseases. Contact your local retailer for information on Cruiser Max Vibrance Potato, Cruiser Max Potato Extreme, or Maxim MZ to find Find out what best fits your farm needs. Now, also, there, there's a lot of issues out there right now. We have Waters of the U.S., a, a new rule was just pushed forward. There's always uh, other issues, especially on the EPA front. Uh, uh, what, what are some of those talking points this week when we look at different agencies that uh, members will be uh, are working with this week? Well, as you said, WOTUS is, is definitely a big one, and that's one of the other priorities that we're going to be pushing on the Hill this week is uh, t trying to stop the government overreach and over-regulating us. And uh, it's, that's always been a huge challenge, and it continues to be. Um, so the EPA, that was one of the things we'll be addressing with EPA as well, is that uh, we need to get our message to them just how important the, the practices that we use are to our industry. So And, and safe. And, you know, our, um, Bob Mativi's been on the, uh, envi the Environmental Affairs Committee for a while, and they had a great tour out in Colorado last summer. And uh, we are getting our message to the EPA. It's, uh, it's, they seem receptive to what we're saying. And uh, so it's, it's been good. We, it's good that we have that relationship with them. But we need to keep working on it. But the problem is, is they get fought. I mean, they get hit from all sides. They're our friends, we, we believe. But they get hit from all the special interests, all the... So, I mean, it's a battle that they fight for us. So, yeah, we continue to, to, to push on them, and, and hopefully going forward they help our causes. 
You know, one of the other things at lunch today, somebody asked, so how do we pick the issues that we take to Capitol Hill or do we take to trade or we take DPA? And it was funny because as we were talking, we kind of realized a lot of the issues that, that we address when we're here in Washington, D.C. are actually pushed at us. Uh, the potato comes under attack, our practices come under attack and different things. So we have to go tell our story in, the, uh, in a good light, you know, to tell the real story that people don't necessarily see. So it's, uh, it's, it's a challenge, but it's kind of what we do. Right. Well, you go back to the to the COVID. When we left D.C. in 20, we, we had no idea what was coming at us within a few weeks. Yep. And immediately, our staff jumped into action and 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 went after funds to help, you know, the, the damage that was occurring and going to a core for a couple of for a couple of years. And so, like Dean said, I, a lot of times things will come at us and then we have to react we're, we're we play defense a lot yep well and that's one thing too as you look back to the uh, coronavirus food assistance program or cfap and just the voice that the mpc staff and office played it didn't shut down uh dur- during during the COVID lockdowns and whatnot uh, and, and maybe let's touch upon that because obviously uh both of you hailing from idaho you got work back home you have families back home you're on the road a lot in these leadership roles you don't get paid to be in these leadership roles either they're they're entire, entirely voluntary but there's an outstanding staff out here in washington dc that you work with who is on the hill day in and day out. Let's just talk about the importance of having that that presence just a few steps away uh, from Capitol Hill where the office is located. Well, I think it's like you said, Lane, we're, I mean, Dean and I are, we're clear out on the West Coast. We don't, we don't see it every day. We don't live it every day, but we have, we have great trust in, in our staff here that we know they do live it every day. I mean, Cam went out to California, his dad fell ill a couple of weeks ago and you never even knew Cam was gone from D.C. Cam, I mean, he's always got his finger on the pulse of what's going on. And when you think about the size of our staff, and it is truly amazing what they've been able to do for the industry since the coronavirus first broke out. It, obviously, remember how much chaos it was when uh, every, the country and the world was closing down, and they were still uh, working from home, but working hard to represent the industry and get to Capitol Hill, the and to the different agencies, the urgency of helping us and uh, and the issues that we were facing. So I can't uh, praise them enough for all the hard work they do for us, Agreed. for sure. Now, obviously, it, take, it takes members, it takes volunteer leaders on that on the county state and then the national level to help an organization truly find its grassroots policy and to have its voice uh, out in the countryside and here in, in Washington, D.C. But, uh, you know, Dean, when we look at uh, getting active and involved, has your son, has he been, has he been pushed onto a board or, or voluntarily gone to a meeting yet uh, on the state or, or county level? No, not yet. He's, uh, he's still he's in his early 20s, so he's still pretty young. I haven't really brought him to any of this stuff yet, but it's definitely time that, uh, on, quite honestly, I told him he had one year to figure out if he really wanted to be on the farm for a career. And uh, we've passed that timeline and he's committed. So now he, it's time that he gets involved for sure, because it is so important that, uh, that we all are involved in 
even at a young age. Yeah. Well, and I always ask that because when, when a young producer does move home, whether that's in, in, the, in the farming side of things, in the livestock side of things, sometimes when they go to their first association meeting, they just automatically get thrown on a board and, and they feel a little overwhelmed sometimes. But sometimes that's good to go off the deep end. But also going on this week, it, the Potato Leadership Institute is, is having their their wrap-up of the trip that they've been on. And that's just a great way. It's a catalyst for so many producers to come in through the Leadership Institute, get that experience, and learn about different aspects of the industry that they're not a part of, but it's so important to do it. How, how important is it for Well, for so that? I'm a 2006 graduate. Dean's a 2007 graduate. And, um, <laughs> I can't remember for sure, but It yes. was. I think you were right after me. But, I think so, too, yeah. But it's funny, Lane, when we go into our sessions – we always say anybody that participates in the leadership program stand up and it's amazing how much I think the whole room just stands up I mean there's a lot more people standing up than there are sitting down and most of them are sitting around leadership tables so it's extremely important it is and that's how I got exposed to on the national level I was actually um, on the board of the Idaho Grower Shippers Association when they approached me and asked if I wanted to go and uh, so I was very excited about coming out and doing the uh, institute and and that's when I started getting involved on the national level. So it's, uh, it's definitely a catalyst for, for being involved. So I guess what, what's your message to someone out there that uh, has been active, hasn't been active, is looking forward to, to maybe finding something so they can play a role in uh, enhancing the industry? What's your message, message to them about the importance of just uh, paying dues and being active and, and just supporting the association? Well, paying dues is, uh, is just kind of what you do, but, but you have to be involved. You can't just throw money at any problem. You actually have to be there to express why it is a problem and, and to tell your story, right? And if, uh, if you're just throwing money at, the, at that situation, you're not, your story's not getting out there. So you need, um, you need the personal touch. You need the, the real-world experience to be, to be part of the story. It's kind of funny today at lunch. I think it was Don Flannery from Maine. He's a, he's a state manager for Maine. He's great. But, you know, he was saying a lot of his guys just say, okay, I'm paying my dues. Go take care of it for me. But that's, that's not how it works. And I think that's the case all over the country, that there's just a lot of people that just aren't that involved. And, and it is time-consuming. Uh, it does take away from your business. It takes away from your personal life and everything else. But it's a, it's a service to the industry, and it's also good. It's, it's good for you to get out on the – on the professional level and see what the other things aside from just raising potatoes there's a lot that goes into actually producing and marketing potatoes and there's everything from transportation to, to fertilizers and chemicals to seed and pests and potato wart and everything else that affects us if we're not here in washington dc addressing that stuff then it doesn't get addressed yeah you know the old saying out here if you're if you're not at the table you're probably on the menu that's that's more and more real all the yeah, time. It is. <laughs> well, and let's, I mean, what, what are, on the producer level of things, uh, Dean, I'll start with you. What, what are some of the concerns you have? Just, I mean, you talked about transportation. You talked about the price of fertilizer. What are some of those concerns that, that keep you awake at night or, or the, what your, the conversations you're having at the kitchen table with family about, hey, how, how are we going to make sure that we're producing the best crop we have, but also having that <laughs> fiscal responsibility in mind, too, on the, out in the country? Yeah, you know, there's uh, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that keeps us up at night for sure. But um, f the cost, the in input costs this year seem to be 
driving a lot of my sleepless nights. It's we're talking about a lot of money at risk every every acre, and uh, without guaranteed reward or guaranteed income coming back. It's uh, and then of course once you raise a great crop and put it into storage, there's always pests and there's always a crop never gets better in storage right so there's always issues in storage and then once you get it packaged and marketed you've got to get it to the actual market and transportation's a problem and um and market knowledge to our consumers is a problem i shouldn't say these are problems but they're issues right and it's um so th there are a lot of issues but you know what it, it is a great business and uh and we have a great industry that's put together to address a lot of those issues and and uh, make these things happen for us any insight on that or no i would say dean has it has kind of double duty of staying awake at night because not only is he a producer he's a he's a shipper so not only does he have to worry about raising and storing a crop he has to then worry about about getting it out of out of storage and and shipping a lot of growers put their potatoes to bed and then a simplot or a lamb weston or whoever just comes and gets them and that's the end of their worries but dean's kind of got the double the double-edged sword on on his operation so i w i appreciate that but that's kind of on a personal level it's kind of fun for me too though because i get to make every decision from the seed i buy to the package that i put it in you know so that's that's kind of neat too it's uh it's unique but there's a lot of us in the industry that do that so uh my final uh area is uh what what has been the talk about trade and just keeping those export opportunities and, and markets open this week well I'll let you take that. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad I paused for a second. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but no, uh, it's like I told you this morning. Mexico continues to be a big thing for us because although we're in, we we kind of just wait for the for the other shoe to drop. Um, we need to go at that thoughtfully, carefully, and you know try not to overrun. Our product into Mexico and our ultimate goal is to make them great trading partners because we know they bring a lot of a lot of things to the United States so it'd be nice to have that great relationship with Mexico that we do our Canadian friends and and the Pacific Rim and all those trading partners that are great partners well gentlemen i know a lot of folks are, are just starting to come in and, and you've had a long day of executive committee meetings but any last thoughts that you would just like to share with our audience today as we truly kick off uh, our, our washington summit and just any last thoughts you could tell a joke you could do whatever you want but any last I, comments i always tell you this lane at the end i would tell anyone that's listening to please get involved it's, it's the most important thing you can do. Yes, it is time-consuming. Yes, we don't get paid, but the rewards are there, and, and it rewards our whole industry, not just potato growers, but the, the industry as a whole. Well, and I'd echo that. I'd just like to thank everybody that did make it out this week to uh, the Washington Summit, to the people that came to the expo in, in Denver last or in January. Um, it takes everybody to support this industry and make it what it is, and it's great to have all the support. And if you aren't here in Washington and if you weren't at, at the expo, we hope to see you next year. Absolutely. Well, again, a big thank you to R.J. Andrus, the new president of the National Potato Council, and Dean Gibson, vice president of Legislative Affairs, for joining us here today from our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Friends, that will do it for today's conversation here on the Eye on Potatoes podcast. I'm Lane Northland. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the National Potato Council's Eye on Potatoes podcast with host Lane Nordland. 
For more information, visit nationalpotatocouncil.org and make sure to subscribe to the podcast today.